Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. radio show in the state of Wisconsin voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association the award winning Wendy's Big Show the Wendy's Big Show this is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer Former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the inventor of the Lambeau Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Hour two here of a Friday edition of the Wendy's Big Show. I'm Toby Altizer in for the guys here today. Gary Ellerson back next week. Leroy Butler headed into the Hall of Fame next week. How about that? Next Saturday, headed into the Hall of Fame. And next Friday will be a special show, so make sure you tune into that. It's a week from today. Bart Winkler, the host of the Bart Winkler Morning Show here on the flagship station in Milwaukee. And Gary Ellerson will both be down in Canton, Ohio, preparing for Leroy to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So make sure you check that out, as well as Saturday morning, a special broadcast will be here live in Milwaukee, as well as on the free Odyssey app. Bart Winkler will be down in Canton, as I mentioned, but he'll do a special show from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Saturday morning before Leroy gets enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So you can check that out on the free Odyssey app and make sure you never miss a moment from the Big Show Network again You can download the free Odyssey app and get the Big Show podcast to listen wherever and whenever works best for you. I'm Toby Altizer alongside Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience 
Learn your way at lakeland.edu. We'll talk with Ken Barkley coming up in just about a half hour or so about some of the NFL win totals and all the things coming up. He joins us from You Better You Bet. But until then, I do want to get into a little bit of baseball talk during this hour because the Brewers head out to Boston, and they've looked so good so far in the second half of the season. So much better. It's crazy that when the Packers finally come back, when the Brewers had all this time to dominate the talk and the positivity and give hope to Brewers fans, they struggle. And now that the Packers are back, they're turning it back on. But the question for you guys is this. How confident are you that the Brewers can make a deep postseason run? You can give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. Start your deal today at vanhornauto.com. Again, 855-830-8648. Or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. I'm interested to hear some of your guys' responses to this. Because you know, it depends upon the timing of when you ask these questions sometimes. If you would have asked people this, Heading into the All-Star break, probably would have said very, very disconfident, no confidence at all, no chance that they're making a deep postseason run. You ask them right now, I think the tone might have changed a little bit. The offense has looked good since the Brewers came out in the second half. Six games, they won five of them. They've put up plenty of runs. I think Tim Allen yesterday said 42 runs since they've came back, almost averaging 10 hits a game since they've come back. So this has been a very different Brewers team, and the pitching in the second half hasn't even really gotten out of the starting blocks and done all that well. So you expect that if the offense can keep some semblance of what they've been doing, not saying that they can keep up this sort of level where they're scoring seven runs a game. That's not going to be the case. But can they keep some sort of consistency? Can they go out there and put up some runs in big games? And then when the pitching staff gets going again, I think they've got a chance against anybody in the National League. They've got a shot at least. I'm not saying that it's, you know, they're going to be favored or anything. I'm not saying that if they were to play the Dodgers right now that – the Brewers would be favored. I'm not saying if they played the Mets, same sort of thing. But I think they'd have a shot. I think a lot of Brewers fans heading into the All-Star breaks were writing this team off. Like, yeah, they might get into the playoffs, but it doesn't matter who they play. The Braves, even if they had to play someone like the Cardinals, much less you play those top teams, not a chance. I disagree. I think they've got stuff in place that they could make a run at it. They could go on a deep postseason run. For me, when I say how confident are you, I, I'm pretty confident that they could. I think a lot of people thought that this was going to be a disappointing year once you started seeing how they started playing after that first 50 games because they're like, well, we're just going to get into the playoffs again and we're not going to do anything with it. But I think that there's a real possibility that they could get into the playoffs and go on some sort of a run here because we've talked about the pitching staff at length and talked about how special they can be, and you see Corbin Burns night in, night out do his thing, and he's been absolutely spectacular. But then you look at the offense, and if the offense is going to continue to play well, if the offense is going to give you some sort of production like they have over the last couple of weeks, then, yeah, why not? 
I mean, why not? Since the All Star break, this offense has been good. Why? Why couldn't they have a chance against the Mets? Why not? They could go into a five game series and win three of those. I think sometimes we write these teams off and think, well, they're never going to be better than them. The best team's going to win, and that's just not always the case in the baseball playoffs. When it comes to baseball, it's about getting hot at the right time. It's about having your pitchers come out and deal. And with the Brewers pitching staff, if they can come out and they get into a series in October and they're dealing, Corbin Burns, what do we expect out of him at this point? Six, seven innings, a run or two, ten strikeouts. He's probably going to be able to do that in the playoffs. Even if he only gives it you an inning shorter, all right, so then I throw in Boxberger, Williams, and Hayter. Pretty confident in that group. I'm excited to see what they can do with that. So you figure game one's that. Woody's looked better since he's come back from the I.L. So Woody's going to give you a solid performance. Freddie, hopefully, is going to be coming back relatively soon, next half month or so. You get Freddie back, and if he's pitching well, you've got their top three right there. And then on top of that, you still got to decide between Ashby, Lauer, Hauser. And you've got a lot of guys here that can step up and be that kind of guy to help you out. And I think that this team can go on a run because that pitching combined with enough hitting. I'm not saying the hitting's going to be spectacular. There's no way that they can continue hitting at the rate they've been hitting in the second half. But you just saw a stretch where they were able to score seven runs a game a six-game stretch, and they even got shut out in there. So, yeah, sometimes they're going to go on a little bit of a slump, but they can come back the next day and rebound. Here's the reason that I have hope. Because they just showed you in a six-game stretch that they can have things go in the right way and put up runs. Well, guess what? A six-, seven-game stretch, that's what a series is. That's what the NLCS is. A five-game stretch, that's an NLDS. A seven-game series, that's a World Series. If you can go on something of a hot stretch for a week, a week and a half, two weeks, then why couldn't the Brewers get on something like that in October? And you saw part of the reason was Hunter Renfro got going. These other guys were coming up with timely hits. Well, what happens if Hunter Renfro cools down? Well, hopefully someone else steps up. And that's what I think is unique about this Brewers team is you have a lot of guys who at some point in their career have shown you that they can go on a stretch where they can carry an offense. We've seen stretches from even guys like Tyrone Taylor playing at an elite level. You see Willie Adamas doing this. You see Rowdy Telez. These guys can continue to do it. Honestly, if there's a guy right now that you'd say you have no confidence getting on a two-week stretch to carry the offense, it'd be Christian Yelich, which is you know obviously a little bit discouraging. But at the same point, that means... I trust everyone else to at least have a shot at it. And we've seen Christian Yelich play at an MVP level before, so there's always some sort of hope that he can get back to that right. I'm confident that this team can go on a run in the postseason. I really am. I think that they could end up getting into that final series of the year with whoever they match up with in the American League in the World Series. I really think that there's a blueprint there. I will go through that blueprint next, but... Part of the reason that I have that confidence is that I can see a blueprint. You know, I wouldn't be so optimistic if I couldn't see a way for them to do it, but I do see a way for them to do it 
We'll go over that next here. It's the Wendy's Big Show. I'm Toby Altizer. In for the guys today alongside Tim Shea here on the Big Show Radio Network. Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Wendy's Big Show, Toby Altizer, Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios talking with you guys about the Milwaukee Brewers. They begin a three-game set out in Boston at Fenway Park for the first time since 2014. Long time since the Brewers have been out at Fenway. Matter of fact, it's been so long, this will be the first time that Craig Council's ever managed a game out there. Seems like Craig Council's been with the Brewers for a while, yet he's never managed a game with the Brewers out at Fenway Park. So should be a fun one to watch tonight. Make sure to check that one out. How confident are you that the Brewers can make a deep postseason run? 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. Start your deal today at vanhornauto.com, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. One thing that you need to do, though, no doubt, whether you watch the Brewers game or not, or if you're missing something, whatever it is, it's summer's winding down. Training camp's here. That means strawberry frosties aren't going to be around that much longer with summer winding down. So make sure you get over to Wendy's and get yourself a strawberry frosty. And with a strawberry frosty, that time to enjoy yourself is built right in. So rich and creamy, a straw's not going to cut it. And finishing one, well, that's going to take you a while. So make sure you check your watch. Is it frosty time yet? And by that we mean is it time for just a moment with you and your frosty doing whatever goes best with the best treat of the summer. The Strawberry Frosty Treats won't last long, so when it's time for Frosty Time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Also, Van Horn Auto wants to let you know that they want to buy your car. Even if you don't want to buy one from them, current market conditions have increased the demand for used vehicles, which means your car has high value and Van Horn wants it. Skip the hassle of selling by owner and enjoy the speed and convenience of selling to a dealership. Van Horn has certified Kelly Blue Book appraisers and will sometimes give you more than KBB value. Visit VanHornAuto.com and click the Sell My Car button and get a KBB instant cash offer in just 10 minutes. Talking about the Milwaukee Brewers, again, how confident are you that the Brewers can make a deep postseason run? I'm pretty confident that they can. And the reason that I think they can is I can see a clear blueprint for them to do it. You know, if you can't see something, if you can't see a way that they can do it, I understand it. 
But here's why I think that they've got a shot. When I look at this team right now, if they can get healthy, so that means getting Freddie Peralta back. That means having your position players all playing for you. You've had so many injuries on this Brewers team throughout this season, and last year you didn't necessarily have that, especially in the pitching staff. But if the Brewers can get healthy and stay healthy, all right, that's number one on the blueprint because I think they can make a difference if they can stay healthy. Number two, if the pitching lives up to the hype. So you're going to have to have Corbin Burns continue to do what Corbin Burns is doing, and I think we're all pretty confident in that. I need Brandon Woodruff to pitch well like he has since he's come back from the injured list. I think we can see that. Freddie Peralta, even though he's you know the big name that's coming back, he kind of struggled this season for a little bit. So I need to see him get back to a form similar to he had last year. He can get back to that. I need to see Eric Lauer pitching well, not giving up home runs every time out. I need to see Adrian Hauser giving me something. I need to see Aaron Ashby. I also need to see the bullpen guys pitching well. I think Box has pitched well this year. Hobie Milner's been a surprise. Devin Williams has been one of the best relievers in baseball. And Josh Hader's got to get back on top of his game. Whatever the problem is with Josh Hader, they've got to figure that out and get him back on top of his game. But if the pitching is playing up to its potential, all right, well, they're going to limit runs. I mean, how many runs a game are you giving up if your pitching staff is pitching well in a postseason series? You're not having to go deep. You're you're not having to go deep into these guys and find other dudes. You're basically going to be using your top guys in a playoff series, so that might eliminate some of these guys that are struggling. Ashby's probably going to go to the bullpen. Hauser would probably go to the bullpen. You only really need four starters, so you're going to run out Burns, Woody, Peralta, and I'd assume at this point Eric Lauer. So that means Hauser and Ashby are out of the pen to go alongside Hobie Milner, Devin Williams, Brad Boxberger, Josh Hader. That's a pretty solid pen. And you're going to have your starters go out there and give you as much as they possibly can. So I'd be pretty confident in those guys. So if your starters, your pitchers in general, live up to their potential, that's another part of the blueprint because if those guys live up to it, they're limiting those runs. They really are. They're going to only give up maybe, what, two, three runs a game? So then the the last part of it is you need a couple guys to really step up on the offense. Look at Hunter Renfro over these last you know six games since he came back from the All-Star break. You have one guy step up like that in Hunter Renfro, but you still have the rest of the offense still playing at a solid level. That can make a difference in a playoff series. Because you have one guy like Hunter Renfro that's hitting a home run every other game or hitting a home run every game like he was for a stretch, then that can win you a couple baseball games. If you're only giving up two and three runs, if Hunter Renfro gets up and hits one out with a guy on or two, well, there you go. That can be the difference in winning and losing that baseball game right there. And why couldn't that happen in October? I think that there's a chance. And again, the Brewers, as much as you want to hate on the offense— and say, well, they don't have the impact bat in the middle. And you're right. They also have nine guys, ten guys, up and down that order that are capable of going on a stretch like a Hunter Renfro just went on. Obviously, Renfro's capable. Tyrone Taylor's gone on a stretch like that this season. Luis Arias, Willie Adamas, Wong, Rowdy, Victor Caratini even, Omar Narvaez, Keston Hira, if he gets back up with a big league ball club. I mean, all those guys are capable of going on a stretch where 
they could be an incredibly tough out, and they're driving in runs almost every time they come to the plate, why wouldn't the Brewers have a chance to do this? I'm not saying that they're going to be the better team when they go into this series. I'm not going to say that if they go up against the Mets that they're going to be better than them and they've got a better offense and a better pitching staff and all this. I'm not saying that. But I'm I'm saying that they're going to have a chance in October because this team is put together in a way that there's a shot. And ultimately, it's going to come down to these guys living up and playing to their potential and probably a little bit of luck with the Brewers. Like I said, they're not going to be better than the Dodgers or the Mets. So if the Mets come out there and they play to their potential and they just blow the doors off the Brewers, yeah, I mean, you're, you're that's very much a possibility. And that's probably a better possibility, if we're being honest, than the Brewers going to a World Series. But there's still a shot that the Brewers could go on a run. And I think this is the sort of thing that you're going to have with the Brewers because of how baseball operates. Are the Brewers ever going to have a team that's going to be the top team in baseball and you're going to feel the most confident in them going into any series and thinking that they're going to win the World Series and they're going to be the favorite because they're the best team in baseball? I don't see that ever happening. The Dodgers can always outspend them. So can the Yankees. So can the Angels. So can the Mets. All these teams can outspend them. So... I don't ever see them having a roster where it's like up and down the order. Yeah, look at this stud. Look at this stud. Look at this stud. I don't see them ever having that. I don't see them having a Goldschmidt and Arenado ending up in Milwaukee. I just don't. And so the Brewers are going to do the best they possibly can, and this is the blueprint, I think, for them to do it. Elite pitching, which they have control of right now, and an offense that, Maybe doesn't have the big names, but has a bunch of guys capable of getting hot and carrying the offense. And the thing that's beautiful about this, because of how good the Brewers pitching can be if it lives up to the expectations, like I mentioned, you only need one or two of these guys on the offense to really get going. Because you have one or two of these guys get going, and they're right next to each other. Well, one gets on base, one hits one out, two runs. There you go. That might be enough. They do it again. Another one hits another home run. Three, four runs. That might be enough, too. So there's, a, there's definitely a blueprint for the Brewers to go deep in these playoffs. And I think that watching what you've seen out of the offense over the last six games since they come out of the All-Star break has to give you a confidence that, you know what, maybe there is a shot. I know I'm sounding like, oh, you're the biggest Brewers apologist and you're the biggest uh, optimist on this Brewers team. And yes, I know, I'm very optimistic about this team and I'm very hopeful that everything falls the right way for them. But I think that there's a clear blueprint for them to go here And that's why I have the confidence to do it. I really think that they can. If I didn't see this blueprint, if I didn't see it being a possibility, I'd probably be with you guys and saying, yeah, they're all right. They'll probably win the Central, but they're not going anywhere. If I didn't see it, I would would tell you 100%. I'm not trying to just sit here and carry water for the Brewers. But at the same point, I see a blueprint here. I see a way they can do it. And that's how I think it can get done. Now, that being said, I had a tweet in the break. Someone tweeted at me that... Well, if the Cardinals get Juan Soto in a deal, that could change things. And he's right. Juan Soto in this trade market could absolutely change all of this. And this is going to be intriguing to watch throughout the weekend as it's the final weekend before the trade deadline, which comes up on Tuesday. Where does Juan Soto end up? Does he end up going to St. Louis? Does he end up going to the Dodgers, the Yankees? Does he go to the Mets? Does he stay put? 
go to the Padres? Where does he end up? Because if he ends up with a National League team, you're right. Maybe it's going to be too much for them to overcome. I still think the blueprint would be there. But it's going to make it a whole lot tougher if you're going up against a team if he goes to the Cardinals and you have Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Juan Soto in the same lineup. That's going to be pretty tough. Or if he goes to the Dodgers and you've got all those guys and then you add in Juan Soto. Or, even worse, I think, if he went to the Yankees, yeah, you might get to the World Series, but good luck beating that Yankees team. Aaron Judge is playing incredibly well. Last night hits a walk-off home run in the ninth. I don't think that Soto gets moved this deadline, in my opinion, because I think it's just too abrupt, and I think it's maybe going to be a little too hasty to actually come to a deal, but it does sound like things are heating up, and that's going to be the thing to watch during this trade deadline. Yeah, you want the Brewers to make a move and all these things. I'm sure they will. But the real thing to watch is where does Juan Soto end up because that could really change the landscape of Major League Baseball heading into this postseason. Because if he goes to a contender and he goes there right now, especially if he goes to one of these top teams, well, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we should mail it in and just go ahead and send the trophy to either New York or L.A. if he goes to one of those teams. I think that's going to be interesting, and we'll talk about that next here with Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet. I want to talk with him about NFL win totals. We'll talk a little bit about the Juan Soto sweepstakes and how that Im- impacts MLB futures and all that stuff. We'll talk about that next coming up on the Wendy's Big Show with Ken Barkley comes up next. Wendy's Big Show here on a Friday. Toby Altizer alongside Tim Shea. We're live from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. Ken Barkley will join the show coming up in just a second from You Better you bet we'll talk with him about some NFL win totals and all the fun that goes along with that. But first, I want to remind you that you can go check out Wendy's and Wendy's Rewards. Because, you know, the only thing better than eating Wendy's is earning more Wendy's while you eat. And that's what Wendy's Rewards is for. The entire menu's up for grabs. Whatever food you order directly through the Wendy's app, website, or at the restaurant counts for points. Every dollar you spend, you'll earn 10 points. Place your order for pickup or delivery with the Wendy's app or website. It's all you got to do. Mobile and website orders will add your rewards right to the app automatically. It's the best, and it's so easy, so make sure you check that out today. And joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline from You Better You Bet is our guy Ken Barkley. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Ken, how you doing today? Doing good. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think this is the second time we've ever talked. I know uh, filming for Spark today. Hopefully, probably, I'm guessing a lot of Packers, a lot of training camp. You guys have been doing on the show. Yeah, of course. Uh, doing great. Hopefully, you guys are doing well too. Yeah, doing great. And it's always fun to talk about football season. And that's where we start looking at some NFL win totals that have come out 
Are there any that immediately catch your eye? Yeah, there are a couple, actually. Um, so I'll give you kind of a, a team that people think is going to be good, that I think is going to be bad, and then vice versa. It's like I think I think could overachieve this year. Uh, I'm down more on the Eagles, I think, than everyone else's. Uh, if you follow, you know, beat writers on Twitter and just like people who follow the team, some of the stories coming out of Eagles training camp are – like pretty absurd. There's like reporters that are asking each other, like what's the record for touchdown passes to a guy in a season after AJ Brown catches one. And obviously <laughs> like built this team built really well through the, you know, they, they drafted well this year, Jordan Davis, um, Nicobe Dean looks like it might kind of be a steal. Basically they obviously trade for AJ Brown. They made the playoffs last year. Like there's a lot of hype and a lot of expectations around the Eagles, but there's sort of like two fundamental problems, right? So the win total right now is about to go to 10 in the market. It's about nine and a half right now. So you like, you don't just need them to be good or even as good as they were last year. You need them to be much better. And I think there's a couple issues with that. The first would be, just this team literally beat zero teams over 500 last year. They played a bunch of them. They lost every single game. The only teams they beat last year were teams that did not make the postseason. I think that was a little problematic if you want a team to win 11 games this year. And then also just what is Jalen Hurts as a quarterback? I think, you know, we have a lot of questions. The Tampa Bay playoff game last year was a failure for the most part, honestly. There was actually some rumbling that they should have put Gardner Minshew into the second half of that game. So just if that's your quarterback and you didn't beat anybody good last year and the win total is about to be 10, I kind of have some issues with that. So that would be one just like a, you know, team that I think is not going to be as good as people expect. And then just quick, a a team that I think could be a lot better. Carolina, I think, is not being priced correctly in the market. And I don't I'm not trying to be like that. I love Baker Mayfield. I'm not sure how you feel about Baker Mayfield, but it doesn't really matter. Like if he's, if he's just average or below average, that is still such a huge improvement from what they had last Mm -hmm. year. Like this was a team that like Sam Darnold, one of the worst starting quarterbacks last year, obviously, but it was also a lot of PJ Walker and it was a lot of Cam Newton at the end of the year. People probably forget that. And like, that was the worst quarterback group that we had in the league last year. Basically, if they go from that, to Baker Mayfield and he's the 18th best quarterback the room for improvement for this team with McCaffrey back from injury is staggering they actually have so much more talent than the teams that are being rated around them so I don't even know if Mayfield's going to be good I just know he's not Sam Darnold and uh and their win total is like six in the market they're four to one to make the playoffs so I know a little long-winded there but just down on Philly up on Carolina would be kind of the the short of it yeah, I've been trying to tell people. Some people are like, well, I think that there's a chance that Darnold and maybe he can still win. I'm like, no, no, no. Baker's winning that job, and I do think you're right. I think that improves that team because Sam Darnold is just not the guy. I think he's just going to be a career backup at this point. He's just not the guy. Yeah, I'm with you, and I think that you know, too much, too often it kind of turns into like, you know, Baker Mayfield's a pretty big lightning rod for, for criticism. And he yeah. becomes a topic about, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, you know, somebody who hosts the call-in show. Uh, it's just, everybody has an opinion on him. Right. And it's, I think my point is you don't even have to think he's good to really like betting on some things with Carolina this year. Like they're being rated. I mean, I think people who just even remotely follow the NFL know Atlanta is going to be, just hideous this year like I mean a really bad football team and Chicago is probably not far behind them like Chicago does not have a lot of talented players on their roster and they're cool those teams could be good eventually they might be building and it's not not really a commentary on their direction just this year they're going to be really bad Carolina is priced in between those two teams to make the playoffs this year they have slightly better odds than Atlanta and slightly worse odds than Chicago to make the playoffs 
Does that make any sense to anybody now that <laughs> Baker Mayfield's the quarterback? Like, that's what I mean. It's like they don't even have to be good. Yeah. They just have to be average. And if they're average, all of the bets that you can make on them are in play, and a lot of them pay out handsomely. Well, and you mentioned, talking with Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet here on the Wendy's Big Show, you mentioned Chicago, and I want to get into the Packers here in a second. But first, with the Bears, I believe their win total set at 6.5. I love the under there. I only think they're going to win like three in four games. How do you feel about that? I mean, I can't. What would even be the counter argument, right? I mean, like, what's the <laughs> counter argument? To, it's it, uh, of all the win totals that, uh, well, I should say, of all 32 win totals. So these have been open for, you know, about three months, basically, about a month after the Super Bowl. Usually after the draft, a lot of sports books will open win totals. This has been the one that has dropped the most. Well, there's two Seattle and Chicago were the two that have, been, have dropped the most. I know a lot of people who immediately bet Chicago's under. I think it opened like seven or seven and a half, and everyone was just like, no, 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 and bet the under. And now, you know, even the six and a halfs are getting bet. I'm inclined to agree with you. Um, I think the question is just like, at what point is it no longer a good bet? Like, if it's between six and six and a half right now, doesn't that kind of imply that they're terrible? Like, is that mm-hmm. enough, basically? And, and just, you know, the big wild card, obviously, there were five quarterbacks picked in the first round last year. So all of them are taking that really, you know, famous year one to year two jump potentially. And there's, you know, Justin Fields is one of them. So, you know, if we, if we think Mac Jones could make a jump or everyone loves the Jags this year as an upside team, like Trevor Lawrence can make a jump. Okay. If that's true, then, then Fields can make a jump too. Like that we're allowed to be open-minded to that. So I think they're going to be bad too. And they could have the worst record in the league. Uh, I would, I would be on your side of that win total, I guess. So then looking at the Packers now, I think the last I saw their win total was set at 10.5. Which side do you like on that? Because you know, a team that's won 13 games the last couple of seasons, you'd think it'd be, all right, let's go over. But then losing Devontae, we went through and win-lost this Packers schedule a while ago just as a you know preliminary exercise before the season. I think we did that a, you know, a month or two ago. And each one of us people here at the station had them around 12 or 13 wins again. Do you think over still to play? Don't touch it. Where are you at with the Packers win total? I'm sure that was a totally unbiased game-by-game preview, <laughs> too, of, uh, of creating so, You know, I got to tell you, we went through the games and 17-0. and 0. I, don't, I don't know how they're losing. I mean, I don't know how we did it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, there are certain teams that I just will be really, really uh, sort of unlikely to bet one side of, even if, you know, the talent looks like it or the schedule. And just Packers unders, just with this combo, I just I can't I will never place the bet. Like this is the most successful quarterback coach tandem through a few years in the history of the league. Sometimes that's just all you need to know, right? Like Belichick and Brady together, who cares what they lose, right? Like when they were when he was coaching mm-hmm. the Patriots and Brady was the quarterback. Whatever the win total is like, you really want to bet a Patriots under? Like you really want to do that? I'll give you another guy who fits that description. You know, Mike Vrabel has gone over his win total every year as coach of the Titans. So like no matter what they lose, no matter like, you know, if they've gone through this era with Tannehill, got lost guys on defense, kind of changed some things around at Julio Jones last year. It doesn't matter, like, whatever the distractions are. And a lot of people think they might take a step back this year. They've gone over. So I think the Packers are kind of just one of those teams. It's tough, right? Like, when the market thinks the team is going to be awesome, which they definitely think with the Packers, and I also think the team is going to be awesome, that doesn't – even though I think they're going to be great, that doesn't really mean, like, make a bet, right? Like, I'm just kind of in sync with the market on this. The Rams are another team like that, high win total – you know, I just, I just kind of agree, basically. That's like kind of how I come down on it. So um, if I had to bet it, I'd probably just bet the over for the rogers LaFleur history, basically. Um, but I think they're pretty appropriately priced. Talking with Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet, just a few more here. Let's transition into 
baseball. Obviously, the big question heading into the trade deadline next week is where does Juan Soto end up? Where do you think he ends up? That's that a great question. It feels like the list of teams keeps getting modified, too. Have you ever yeah. noticed that, where it's like mm-hmm. suddenly like the team that you thought was the favorite is now not even on the list anymore, and then we're reorganizing? Uh, we had uh, uh, John Heyman, who's our, our Odyssey baseball insider, obviously writes for uh, – work, you know, works in New York City, uh, longtime baseball writer, and he was like, oh, I have the Padres number one right now for sure. And I was like, for sure? Like, what, 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 what are the, when did the Padres become for sure where Juan Soto was going to go? So I just – you know, I'm, I'm open-minded to a couple of different possibilities. It seems like the NL is just like that's where he's going to end up based on the list of teams, basically. Dodgers, Cardinals, Padres, probably your top three right now for teams that are going to land him. Um, I don't think the Rangers are completely out of it, which I'm not sure anybody's talking about right now. Uh, Scott Boris has like a bunch of clients there, represents Soto. There's like a lot of connection there, and the Rangers could actually put together a package. I'll guess like an NL contender. Um, and then obviously when that happens, like for people who bet baseball futures, you know, to win the World Series, all those kind of markets, you kind of need to know where Juan's – he's the best player in the league. Like you kind of need to know where he's going to play in order to, to figure out kind of who's going to win the World Series. It actually will have a big impact probably on the odds when, uh, when his next team is decided, if it's the Dodgers or the Cardinals especially. Yeah, are you taking any flyers right now hoping that Soto goes somewhere with Futures, or are you going to have to just at this point wait and see where he goes? Well, I think with the NL teams, I'm, I'm trying to wait. Um, I actually I do like the Mets a lot in the NL, but I, I want Soto to go somewhere so that that team gets that bump so that yeah. they get bet, and then I'll just bet the Mets, basically. Um, so I'm trying to just look at the AL right now. You know, Yankees obviously get Benintendi. They'll probably get Luis Castillo. You know, the Red Sox are selling, but there's not like a whole lot of movement, I think, that'll go on in the AL. So I've actually been betting some Toronto the last couple of weeks um, to win the World Series and to win the AL. Just I think they're going to end up being rated a lot more closely to Houston and New York by the end of the year than people think. And they've obviously played much better the last couple of weeks. And one last one here, talking with Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet. You know, we'll talk again next week. Obviously, things are going to change by then with baseball. If Soto gets moved, some of these other things at the trade deadline but as everything stands right now, if you had to pick the World Series, you go in Subway Series again? Yeah, we, it's funny. We did this exercise on the show uh, during the All-Star break. Everybody on our show staff, like, who's your AL MVP, NL MVP, and then, like, pennant winners in the World Series. And all there were six of us that made picks. All of us had at least one New York team or both in the World Series as of that moment. Um, I think I would actually be more likely, I think the Mets, Mets or Dodgers in the NL, I'll pick the Mets just because the, the idea of DeGrom Scherzer in a playoff series, just yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know what's beating that, even if the Dodgers are like the best team of all time. Um, so I'll say Mets. And then I still think the AL can get weird. I'm still not sure the Yankees are going to be great in the playoffs. They need to add more things. I, I don't I don't love them. And I don't like Houston starting pitching that much. Like if Framber Valdez is the, your guy for game two. So I, I'm actually, I'll go, <laughs> here's, here's two teams I haven't won in a while. I'll go Blue Jays, Mets as my World Series. Um, literally the last World Series championship in the early 90s for these teams. But, uh, yeah, Blue Jays-Mets, let's go with that. Yeah, it's a fun one. I went with White Sox-Dodgers at the beginning of the year. White Sox doesn't look so hot. So, hey, who knows? It, well, it can work it. Hey, that 500. We'll hey, if, if we'll you go Yankees-Mets yeah. and it's Yankees-Mets, like, how exciting is that? But if it's Blue Jays and Mets and you called it, hey, we'll, put, we'll bring this tape back and it'll look real impressive. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I just uh, Please, someone record this and save it or don't. Let's see how things go in the next couple. So. Ken, appreciate the time, man. Sounds good. Uh, talk to you next week. 
You heard from Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. We'll wrap up Hour 2 of the Wendy's Big Show next. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Runaway train, never going back. Wrong way on a one-way track. Seems like I should be getting somewhere. somewhere Hour two here at the Wendy's Big Show. Saul Roy Butler, so he should be here in the third hour. Talking about the Brewers here as we wrap up. You just heard from Ken Barkley talking about the World Series and who he thinks it's going to be. He says Blue Jays and Mets. I think that's interesting. I don't think I've heard that one yet. I haven't either. I've heard plenty of Yankees. I've heard plenty of Mets. I've heard Dodgers. I haven't heard Blue Jays. So that is an interesting one to keep an eye out on. But, you know, looking at the Brewers, I think a lot of people are going to write them off. And then nationally, they're probably not really going to be considered one of these top teams in the National League to be in contention for a World Series. But I do think that if everything breaks the Brewers' way, that they could have a shot to do it. And I don't know. I'd love to see that. But looking at those sort of things, it's going to be tough. You know, As much as I want to say that these Brewers have a chance, it is going to be tough to get past the Mets because you heard again from Ken Barkley last segment, he brings up, DeGrom and Scherzer in a playoff series. And assuming both those guys can get healthy and get on the mound, which we haven't seen DeGrom, Scherzer's been back, but haven't really seen DeGrom. It's usually the other way for DeGrom. He pitches incredibly well at the beginning of the season and then isn't able to make it to the postseason. This year, hasn't pitched really, and now he's going to come back and be ready for the stretch run. So if they make that sort of thing, I think some of these teams can actually match the Brewers' Pitching staffs, I do. I think you look at the Dodgers and what they're able to roll out there with Julio Arias, and they're able to roll out there with Tony Gonsolin. They'll get Walker Bueller back at some point. Clayton Kershaw still pitching well. So they're going to continue to improve, and they've got, you know, if they get Juan Soto, it's probably over. If any of these teams really get Soto, it's over. And then, like I said, the Mets are going to be tough. The Cardinals are an interesting one to keep an eye on if they get Soto. I still think that the Brewers could win the NL Central if the Cardinals were to get Soto, but they're going to have to continue playing at a high level. And that's part of the reason, too, with this Brewers team, that there should be motivation is like, hey, these teams could all get better. The Brewers definitely need to try and find something at the deadline to try and improve their team, whether it's a reliever, a center fielder, a third baseman. You've got to improve because you've got to assume that one of these other teams is going to get better. They could force a team into trading if they win two of three or sweep the uh, Boston Red Sox this week. Yeah, too. maybe you could consider going and getting someone. Xander Bogart said he's not going to get traded. That's what he said, which I would have loved to have seen Xander Bogarts be on the market and see if the Brewers could go get him because we talked about this a little bit a little while ago, you know, looking ahead to the trade deadline, you know, a couple months ago or whatever. You look at what some of these guys are getting traded for so far. Look at Ben and Tendy. You can get a whole lot for him. So you don't have to give up loads and loads to get one of these guys that's a rental. So maybe the Brewers can be in on someone. I don't know. I'm interested to see. Maybe they can bring in Josh Bell. Either way, I think the Brewers need to make a move, and that's what's going to be interesting over the weekend. The Red Sox series is going to be fun at Fenway, but also keeping an eye on what happens in the trade market as the trade deadline comes up next week. 
All right, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, Leroy Butler will join the show. And yesterday we talked a little bit about how Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are going to be used. And we kind of disagreed, so we're going to kind of elaborate on that a little bit more coming up in the third hour of the Wendy's Big Show, which comes up next. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.